What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The host of Make It Make Sense is at the table. And we're going to be making some things make sense today. The view of a person, a man who drives a bus, is that that is somehow less than beneath um, or limited or, as the young folks seem to call it, regular. And would a bus driver want you Ooh. is the question. Ooh. Bus driver might want somebody who can be a helpmeet for real. Ooh. Bus driver might want a partner. Bus driver might want to grow with somebody. All y'all young guys, don't, don't do it. What you saying? <laughs> now, before we hop into today's show, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Now, let's jump into the video. So, many, I'm going to get straight to it. Why are you smiling like that? <laughs> I ain't getting no intro. It, hey, man, you know, we are, we, we've already done an intro. <laughs> it happened without me. Hey, listen, we, this happened without you. Um, you have accomplished a whole lot. And in your words, which is very true, you're still uh, writing history uh, for yourself and as as a woman. Um, actually, as, a, as an individual in today's world. But I do want to ask you this question because we have about 70% of people who follow my show are young, black, successful ladies who are trying to build success, maybe not in your area of expertise, but on your level of success in their own areas. I'm curious, has it been difficult uh, building your success as a woman? I, I think building success is difficult. Mm -hmm. And especially if you measure success um, 
in terms that have to do with external validation mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and have to do with comparison to other people. Because if what you're really saying by success is that you are better than so-and-so or have attained more than so-and-so or can get the most bookings, pack the largest rooms, whatever the case may be in your area, then I think that's an impossible measure to meet because even if you meet those markers right now, somebody's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's always gonna be somebody with more money, yep. gonna be somebody with more clients, yep. there's gonna be somebody with the next big whatever. And so I believe that um, as, a, as a person, mm -hmm. uh, and, but especially as a woman, if you figure out a way to self-validate, yeah. and if you are a person of faith, and yep. you know that between you and God, y'all yep. got together, had a conversation, and agreed on the way the thing was supposed to go, then it frees you up to have the kind of success that is measured by whether you are meeting the mark. Mm. Are you doing what you were here to do? Have you figured out what your purpose is in life? Are you walking in pursuit of that purpose? Yeah. Uh, when you fall, do you get back up? That's so and good. And when you fall again, do you get back up? And then when they castigate you, do you <laughs> shake and bob and move and keep going? Yeah. So to me, that's why I said, I'm still working, I'm still walking, yeah. because you know we just came back from uh, yeah. International Leadership Summit. ILS. And that question, Mm. That question, mm. God, am I am I doing what you put me here to do? Yeah, yeah. Am I am I right on track? Yeah. Are you pleased mm. with what you see <clears throat> here? I know I'm not finished. I'm still pressing. Yeah. But am I even in the right path? Yeah. Uh, so I think when you can clearly answer those questions, that's success. Yeah. And you got to take small wins when that's your path uh, to success. What would you say to someone in their 20s right now who's followed your journey and they're like, okay, cool. What is one thing they should try to aim for when they're starting their own journey? Go for it. That's good. Go for it. Go for all of it. Okay. Do all that is in your heart to do. Mm -hmm. Do not plan for... I'm going to do this by I'm 30 if it's something that you can do at 22. Oh, that's good. Take the 22. Yeah. Because there are things that your 22-year-old mind and your 22-year-old body and your 22-year-old perhaps lack of attachment. Yep, yep. Uh, because a trip around the world for me right now mm -hmm. to be able to just constantly go month after month after month and speak everywhere that I'm invited. Yeah. Oh, that would be lovely. Mm. But I have these three kids. Their names are Carlton <laughs> Jr., Grace, and Daniel. <laughs> and they got football games, right. and they got track, yeah. and they got musical theater, yeah. and they got all kinds of the things and the things and the proms and that center and the so on. Yeah. And the minute the first one was was born, which was, you know, 18 years ago last week, yeah. um, my entire paradigm shifted. <sighs> And what was important before mm. was taking an immediate back seat to the the assignment yeah. that God trusted me with, that I asked for, right. that I can't afford to fumble. Yeah. So would love to be in Stockholm. <laughs> I'm doing my own Renaissance celebration today. There you go. <laughs> 
I'm glittering head to toe. Congratulations, yeah. Beyonce. You're the queen. Uh, but, but. Shoes but, too now. Yeah, yeah. Lord yeah. Jesus. Head, okay, okay. head to toe. But I couldn't be in Stockholm last night. Right, right, right. Yeah. That don't mean I'm going to miss it. I don't want to offend your church folks, but yes, Monique will be at Renaissance at some point. Listen, man. I, listen, listen. I'm not a Beehive fan, but mm -hmm. I mean, if I was, I'd be there too. Yeah. yeah. I'd be, I, I'll go to her, then I go to Kirk Franklin the next day. Amen. i do them both. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to slide over that. I'm not going to let you slide over that, Monique. You said you got an 18 year old. I just, I need to see ID. <laughs> <laughs> I have 18, 17, and almost 16. Why? My 15-year-old who, yeah. So my, I don't have babies anymore. They're they're up and going on their way. Um, and that's the other thing that I would say to the younger woman. Okay. Um, because my oldest, uh, when he was almost two years old, was diagnosed with autism. Okay. And that is uh, the life journey you don't plan. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's the added layers that become a part of your everyday life mm -hmm. that isn't part of the picture when you're 20, isn't yeah, yeah. part of the picture when you're graduating from college and figuring out law school or theater or medical school or start a business or whatever. And so what you can do while you are free to do it, where you ain't got to ask nobody nothing, yeah. about nothing, you don't have to plan yeah. with anybody but you, when, when you're in that me, myself, and I phase, enjoy it, sis. That's so good. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. And Josh, with your girls. Uh oh, she said stack the cash. Stack your cash. You know this generation of ladies ain't stacking cash no more. Stack your cash. Are they not? No. Are they not? What they doing with it? They spending it. Oh okay. And then some of them, you know, I think the study came out that uh, this younger generation of ladies they have they're starting businesses that are number one rising entrepreneur uh, but then also they're also they also are the number one rising when it comes to debt mm. so it's like they're getting the education but racking up the debt and do not have a savings account right well i mean you know we also are just statistically um the largest percentage of home bread winner leaders in when we don't necessarily want, want to be to be uh and do y'all really not want to be though get, yeah well here's the thing uh -oh, uh -oh, um uh oh this is good i mean i didn't know who's going here <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know how to have any conversation about black women and black men and money without talking about the role that the u.s government has played with the penal institution pipeline okay. that has attacked our families okay. that disproportionately still um, stops, frisks, arrests, Ooh. jails, Ooh. kills yeah, yeah. black men. Okay. And how is that supposed to not have a cost mm. for the black woman? According to recent stats, only about half of African-Americans have some form of estate planning put into place. This includes important documents like your wills, your trust, and your power of attorneys. Additionally, only about 60% of all people have life insurance coverage. But why is it so important for not just black people, but all of us to have these things put into place? You see, life insurance can provide financial protection for your loved ones in the event of your unexpected death. It can help cover funeral and burial 
medical expenses, uh, pay off debts, and even your mortgages. But here's what I really want you to consider. It can provide income for your loved ones to build wealth with. You see, estate planning, on the other hand, can help ensure that your assets are distributed according to your wishes after your death and that your loved ones are taken care of. If you truly love, and I mean this, if you truly, truly love your loved ones, don't leave their financial security at chance. I want you to get life insurance today. You can get a free quote with my friends over at Ethos by visiting anthonyoneal.com forward slash life insurance or by clicking the link in today's show notes. Protect your family's future and give yourself peace of mind. Don't be in heaven and you're full of joy and your family is here on earth struggling and stressed. Get life insurance today with my friends over at Ethos. Hey, now let's get back to today's show. I know it's a good one. Uh, from the time when the man was in the field mm-hmm. and then lynched mm-hmm. or or sold and traded to this day, we have been left holding that bag. So I understand why some brothers may feel like women who are similarly situated to me mm-hmm. Think, well, I've got the most education. I'm making all this money. I'm starting businesses. I mean, you look at what black women are doing right now. Y'all are killing. This is a man. Y'all are killing. Yeah. But we were made to be. Ooh. We were made to be. Ooh. And and we were made to be. Right, right, right. right. All the ways. All the way, yeah. Right? I feel you. But there's not a choice in that. Mm. There's, there's, there are decisions that have to be made and children's mouths that have to be fed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we used everything that we had and okay. everything that we were forced to have in order to survive. And then we were moving from surviving to thriving. Yeah. And then our brothers, our husbands, our sons are coming out of um being in, in penal institutions, being in the system, and even once they're out and, and we want to welcome them, yep. they're they're not all the way out because right. they're out and saddled with everything that it means yep. to have a conviction on your record yep. and to not be able to even drive a taxi. Yep. And so all of these things factor yep. into what I say to my 20-year-old sis, okay. <laughs> which is stack your cash. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy your freedom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have time with your girlfriend. Yeah. I, and I, I did all those things. So yeah. by the time I had children, there were zero regrets about the decision making of what that life was and the so-called sacrifices yeah. of motherhood. We're doing this before Mother's Day. I don't know if it'll be on Mother's Day, but you know, they're gonna take care of me on Sunday is all I have to say. I know I'm getting mine on Sunday. But zero regrets because, you know, I was in Cancun with my girls for days on time, falling um, asleep on the beach and waking up and figuring out where the next party is. And I was yeah. on the cruises and I was in Europe and I was, you know, I did the things when 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 I was able to do them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I don't think that that's wasting money. I, I, I think that that is um, living. Okay. And live. living is important, yes. Live while you can. Yes. I mean, well, you're always living, because even when you had kids, you were living. And still am living. Yes. Yeah, but the but the the paradigm shifts. Yes. And the priorities change. Yes. And you got to kind of get it in. Yeah. You know, and you learn, at least I've learned, to bring my kids along that journey with me, because they need to see, oh, mom has plants. 
oh, mom's on travel. Mm -hmm. Mom is mom, and yes, mom drops us off in the carpool line. Like, I dropped kids off this morning in this. In that? Yes. Come to my... So, my son, my baby was like, oh, what you got today? You got an interview? You got TV? You got a, <laughs> you got a brunch? I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Let's go. Let's I have go. everything that I can get in yeah. between 8.15 a.m. and yeah. 3 o'clock p.m. when I'm dealing with y'all again. So, yes. I'm curious because one thing one thing I do admire about you, I, there are some things I didn't even know about you. I'm not going to put the things I did, that I just learned that I didn't know, but I've watched you balance and prioritize public figure, being a mom, um, doing you in a personal life and then also building, you know, your businesses. How is it that you did all of that and you didn't crash or did you crash? Like, was there ever a season where it's like, oh, I'm just uh, the hell with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, how how are you still moving and thriving at ILS? I can say this without putting out no names. You walk with. I'm Monique. like when you walked into the room, like, you had to smile. You had to walk. It was like, yo. And and some people's like, oh, they're going to need. They're going to need. It's like you have this presence when you walk into a room with everything you've built. But I'm curious, how do you balance and ebb and flow all that? Like, being a mother of three, still having this swag. I still don't believe you. Oh, this is 18. Um, yes, I'm 52. I, I don't believe it. Well, I'm proud of it. So that's why I had to work I, it I don't into believe the it, interview. You know what I'm saying? So all y'all young guys, don't, don't do it. <laughs> Let's rewind, bro. She's <laughs> like, hold up, bro. Whoa, 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 hold up. Because I'm, uh, we gonna skip uh, yeah, that. No, we shouldn't skip your, it. No, yo, skip it. Your DM's gonna be bad. We you shouldn't be... skip it because you know the ones that are my age and older are looking for younger, right? And then the youngers are like, "Ooh, mama." It's not the. It's it's inverted in any in a, in lots of ways. Yes, it's it's inverted. Mommy, I, what's I the youngest you would date? What's the youngest you would date, Monique? don't know. See, but you just said, hold up. I'm just trying to say, you know, because them younger ones have been like, oh, wait a minute. Did she just say she go younger? I said I don't. I can't see no longer than, than, than 40. Because you don't look like you're above 38, 40 years old. You can't see me dating younger than 40. Why not? Oh, Jesus. So, Monique, uh... What is it? What is it about the 30-something year old man? You say he has nothing to offer? Or I wouldn't enjoy his pause. company. Pause, pause. Or pause, shorty, pause, pause. I'm 39. Don't don't play as 39, bro. Okay. I'm just saying as I'm I didn't see this going there. I wasn't prepared for this. Because <laughs> <laughs> in my head, I just knew. I was like, yo, she ain't gonna date that. She ain't she ain't prepared for me to have the Tina Turner part of my journey yet. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that next time, I guess. Yes. I'm crying. <laughs> Okay. Because before this show, y'all called one of my brothers because he was just like, when he found out uh, Monique was going to be on the show, he was just, oh my gosh, like just in love. So I called him and put him on FaceTime and he froze. He froze. He froze. And he a capital. He froze. Oh, he's <laughs> Dead I didn't say his name. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe a younger guy would have stepped up to the plate.
So, but no, I ain't doing that. So like in Wakanda, you know, where the sister in the first one, she teased him because when he saw, what's yeah. her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not necessarily um, just an immediate dismissal. This is awkward. <laughs> what else Monique walk about? in. Monique walk in the next day. Hey, my friend. <laughs> Bruh, you, 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 you 32? What the heck is going <laughs> But hey, listen, Monique, whatever floats your boat. I mean, I'm, hey, listen, I'm with you. I'm with you. I just do wonder, though, if you would have something in common with someone, you know, younger than 40. But when I look at you and every time around you, we don't have a born. Like, you're dope. You're fun to be around. Men, I believe, are less mature than women. Oh, no, she did. Um, what does so, maturity have to do with this? I mean, I guess what what does love have to do with it? What does anything <laughs> do with it? What does age have to but do I'm with saying, it? But I'm saying... What does color have to do with it? Um, but, Monique, you just said... I just said... I believe... Okay. Spirits... Yes. ...connect... Absolutely. Right, I agree. And and energies connect and connect and can match. Yeah. And I'm probably a borderline like sapiosexual type person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In that, if your intellect locks with mine, like if there's something about your conversation, something about your brain, something about your outlook on life, something about the way I got you. that you view your role in the earth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure, a date, we can go to dinner, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, whether we can walk through life in a partnership, yeah. I don't know that I'm interested in that Again. period right now right. in my life. I got a lot going on. Yeah. But the I'm same sure. way we can sit here and have this conversation, Makes I sense. think you can get rid of, um, now they gotta be older than my kids. Not nah, can't. Makes sense. Gotta be older than my kids. But I'm just saying in the range of human experience. Yes, yes. Yeah. Especially as believers, um, God is is not even on space or time or any of these things, and and spirits can lock in this plane that maybe all together in another. We just don't know. I don't want to get this. real wackadoo woo yeah, on your people, but I'm just saying. I'm I'm loving this. Okay. Every time I see you, I learn something new about you. So it's not about the age. And you're and, and from from a serious standpoint, you're like, if spirits connect, and if we connect. And we have a healthy, mature um, connection and conversation. Yo, the vibe is there. Do not eliminate. There's been that thing going around mm -hmm. with um, my good friend, friends, Ebony and Iyanla. I respect uh -huh. both of those women. And the whole would you date a bus driver thing. Yep. Did you see that? I did. Um, I have my two cents about it. Okay. Well, can I give, I'm just give one minute Let's worth of my cent on it. Would you do it? I believe that the question was more classist than the answer. Mm. Would you date a bus driver to me mm. says that when you're talking to a woman who has a certain amount of money mm -hmm. um, and education and accomplishment mm -hmm. that the view of a person, a man who drives a bus, is that that is somehow less, less than, than 
beneath um, or limited or, as the young folks seem to call it, regular. Mm -hmm. I keep asking what a regular person is. Mm -hmm. I'm probably not regular, but I don't know anybody who is, is regular. when you start really talking to people. Studies are showing nearly right now, currently in the year 2023, that nearly 70% of people live in paycheck to paycheck. When you dive deeper into the study, study reveals that out of that 70%, a large portion of those are people who make over six figures. These are people who are living paycheck to paycheck because of inflation, because of job loss. But a lot of people saying, man, we have an income problem. And here's, here's the truth. We don't really have an income problem. We have a lack of utilizing our gifts and skills problem. You have the skills, you have the talents that God put on inside of you. And I want to ask you this question. I want to be very honest. Are you utilizing them correctly? Or are you just going to work, getting that check, coming home and not really utilizing your gifts and skills to build wealth, to pay off debt? Well, listen, I am hosting a free, a 100% free masterclass here with the next few days. And I'm teaching people how to build a personal brand, how to use the gifts and the skills that God put on the inside of you and turn that into an extra thousand to $5,000 a month to go towards paying off debt, to go towards, you know, building an emergency fund, to go towards building your dream home. But I'm going to go even a step further. What if you can use the same principles I'm going to be teaching for free? You make an extra 1000 to 5000 but what happens if you could turn it into a six-figure income or maybe a seven-figure income within the next couple of years. Well, if you are ready to take control of your money, if you're ready, ready to utilize the gifts and the skills God has given you to build a legacy, to build wealth for yourself, can you meet me? I want you to go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash save my seat. Again, that is anthonyoneal.com forward slash save my seat. Or you can click the link in today's show notes. It's 100% free. Come join me. Let me show you. Let me show you how we, my team and I, built a seven-figure brand and how we can put $1,000 in your pocket for the next 30 to 60 days. I'll see you soon. Would they date a woman who's constantly career obsessed and traveling and purpose driven and never really home and when she is got to deal with the kids and would a bus driver want you Ooh. is the question Ooh. bus driver might want somebody who can be a help meet for real Ooh. bus driver might want a partner bus driver might want to grow with somebody bus driver might be driving the bus because he has peace on the bus Ooh. and can help people on the bus Dang. and is working his way through school while he's on the bus I don't know enough when you ask me, would you date a bus driver Ooh. for me to give you an answer? That's a whole nother perspective we have not heard. Well, see? She just gave a sermon. She just gave a whole sermon. So, would you date... Would a bus driver want to date you? Would you date a 30-something-year-old? I don't know. Ooh. Would you date a 60-year-old? I don't know. Would you date a nuclear physicist? I don't know. I don't know. Because you haven't met them. You need you need, a, you need that connection. About a person from just making assumptions that is about good. their blue collar, white collar, other collar jobs. Yo. Because I've been in D.C. 30 years. And these bras, these hill bras, these what do you do, I do, I do, I have no use for. Oh. None. None. And so for the women good. who thinking they maybe wouldn't date a bus driver, I think that question sometimes is about the woman, too. Well, maybe your money is long, but it's not that long. Oh, if you're bothered, I mean, if you can't Oprah and Stedman your way into forever after, then that must mean that your money is not secure enough to the point that you still need his check. Maybe if you didn't need his check, then you could get a man who you would get other needs met with perpetually. So I'm just saying, sis, I mean, think these things through. That's all I'm saying.
I mean, we, do we need to finish the conversation? <laughs> I'm like, God, buddy, you ain't come to play today. No. Lord Jesus. No. Oh, I think the best you. thing you said, it was like, does the bus driver even want to date you? Like, that just puts it in a whole nother perspective. Gotta be honest. Yeah. Because I recognize um, and that there is a wife lane. Mm. And I believe that when men are growing and building, mm -hmm. um, they deserve a partner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody who wants to be a partner. Yeah. And one of the conversations, even that um, Tina Mallory and I had, mm -hmm. even Tez and I have had before, um, public conversations, so they're posted somewhere, okay. was that when you get to like whatever whatever age certain is, I'm probably in it. Yeah. And I've been there and I've done that. Yeah. I don't know if I want to get in there and do that again. So it would good. take an, a really special cat, right? For, I think he's for, out yeah. there. Well, here's the thing. I might I, I might not need that assignment again, sir. <laughs> I mean, when I do things, I do them well. So <laughs> I I'm not searching for that assignment again. And he need not search for me for that because I believe with the billions of people that are available to choose from <laughs> <laughs> that you can find you oh, well, somebody. But it just ain't you. No. <laughs> probably, probably not. But I mean, <laughs> you was married for 17 years, got an amazing career in a different season of your life. And I mean, I could understand that. I really, I really could. Yeah. And I and I can see it now because what in the next five years, your your kids will probably be out and in college doing what they want to do. Years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to stretch. He was me. like, oh wait, 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 hold on. You give me, you give me two more years. Yeah. So you you'll be back at the season up to where you've built something, you've established some things, and now you're probably ready to get back out there and be. Um, across the seas again, probably with a friend, um, but not necessarily a partner, and just enjoy a new season. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I am open to what God yeah, desires right. to place in my life as an abundant blessing. Wow. But it has to be a blessing. Yeah. That's it has to be an improvement on what I've already had to, as we started off talking about, fight to get to. Wow. So if I'd have been through all these things, you gotta elevate. Like career-wise, um, you know, I've got a son with yep. special needs dealing with that. Just all of the different lanes. When you um, journey yeah, yeah. to to not arrive, yeah. but to at least at least get to a place where there's a lot of peace. Yeah. You know, and where you ain't worried about where where the rent's getting paid yeah. and where you there's a there's a <laughs> I I think it was a Yama who would talk about the addicts, you know, and I don't know that I'm in a in a attic moment right. necessarily, right. but I'm higher than I've ever been. Yeah. And I'm thankful. Yeah. So anybody coming in, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna scoop to get to. Ooh. Just come in. And that doesn't mean money. Yeah, no, I'm with you. You know, that's my maturity level. Yeah. Two, two yeah. can't walk together unless they agree. Right. And so somebody would have to come in and be in agreement yeah. with me that's on true. where we're going. And I love ambitious people. Yeah. yeah. You know, people who are going for it. Yeah. That is hot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's come, hot. Come on, Monique. Come, come. Man, listen. I love her more now, y'all. We didn't talk about business the first. We about to talk about right oh, now. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you don't want to think it now.
apologize. You, I'm following your lead. You know what I'm saying? I'm following your lead. Um, I, I think for me, I, I want to ask you this question because you've always had faith in line with your business. How has faith impacted your journey of building a business being successful for you? That's all there is. That's all there is. Yeah. It is too hard to do by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is too hard to do and try to prop yourself up yeah. doing it. Yeah. Because when the blows come and when the enemy is sent to ensnare you, mm -hmm. uh, you will fail. If there's no vertical connection and relationship, yeah. and if in addition to that relationship, you're not walking and pursuing a purpose. When we did the um, pre-show interview, that was one of the things that I mentioned. Sure I was. know what it is like to be going to a job and know you have no business being there. Yep. Know that it's not your destination, and, and you really can... I believe you're given grace for things for a season. Yes. And when that grace wanes, you better have been planning to go. Like you need to know in your for yourself right. when you're coming into something, have the best idea possible what it is. This is a place that I want to be this amount of time while I prepare to do this yeah. so that I can get to the next thing. Yeah. And I made colossal mistakes along the way. You asked me if I ever crashed. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. And women go through things that nobody wants to talk about, like um, menopause and brain fog and um, postpartum okay. depression and just what it means to be wife, mom, preacher, lawyer, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And you get so busy trying to fulfill all those titles to all those people you don't honor your temple. So how do you? That's I a crash. So how do you deal with all that as a woman or as an individual, you know, and and still build success? Because at, at some point, wouldn't you think you would just want to give up on it? You know what I'm saying? Because that's a lot. <sighs> and it's like, 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 let's just be real. You, you at the table. You know, you, mom, you take on a very high profile case. I think you were still married around that time. You know what I'm saying? still preaching, still doing your thing. Like, how did you, well, I'm, I'm curious to figure out this. What did you do to keep yourself? Uh, I, I did prayer and meditation okay. and a strong but small network of um, family who are friends. Okay. And, okay. and friends who are family yeah. and external support that I really could feel. Like during those days, I would always get messages, I'm praying for you, I'm rooting for you. And one of those messages is worth like a thousand of going on Fox and them saying all kinds of crazy stuff like in the Tucker Carlson tape, God help them, God help them. You know, it comes around is all I can say. Oh, um, but that's what I did. But again, if you are walking in purpose, then you will be propelled that's so good forward oh it it you don't necessarily feel every step or decide on every step when you get yourself in motion down the road pursuing your purpose it propels you forward and god uh, hides you in an open place i don't know how to not be a preacher god hides you in an open place so that when the darts and the arrows are coming and when they're trying to tear your name down and when all of the things that go with any measure of success right yeah, yeah, yeah. any measure of public acclaim yeah. there will be attacks yeah and you will find that god is 
all the more yeah. present. Like I was just reading this morning on the way here in Second Corinthians, one of my all-time favorite scriptures, but I prefer it in the Amplified Bible okay. where Paul is talking about how he asked God three times, right, to take that thorn away, to take away the the, the humbling place, to take away the thing yeah. that was keeping him from doing all that he thought that he could do. Come on now. And, and God refused, you know, mm. he asked three times and God says, my grace mm. is sufficient. It's it's, it's perfect. It's complete. My yeah. grace is sufficient for you because when you're weak, mm -hmm. right, then it's my strength mm -hmm. that makes you truly strong. Mm -hmm. That makes you, I'm going to flip the script, badass. I'm doing my scripture, then I'm saying badass all at the same time. But it's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth, right? So it's, it's, um, then Paul, Paul graduates right. from trying to get rid of it yeah. and says, so now, I boast on it. It's my thorn. It's my thorn. Yeah, got my thorn, which keeps me humble. Right. Which keeps me knowing I need God yeah. because in my own strength, I am sure to crash and burn and not get up again. Yeah. But when I crash and I'm in God, Ooh. that weakness is my strength the next time I come up. Up and at the end of the amplified, it says, "So I'm con I'm content being weak, so that God can be strong in me." And it says, "Hover, pitch a tent yeah, yeah, yeah. over me." Yeah, I w I'm I'm asking God daily to to keep that tent there. <sighs> Keep the tent. And if if nobody, if any somebody's listening and you haven't asked God in a little while to pitch a tent over your life, that's the request that will sustain you through all of the ups and downs and all arounds of business, of relationship. Would, would you grow up Baptist? No, I was raised Catholic. Catholic? And I, um, after law school, joined Anna Jo Henning Baptist Church because okay. my law school professor yeah. um, would minister to me like in between breaks as my trial coach. Yeah. And I joined that church, which is now non-denominational, the Temple of Praise, which Temple is headed by Bishop Glenn Staples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was ordained under Bishop Staples once after it had become non-denominational. You got to get up out of here in a little bit to get to, get to your show, Make It Make Sense, you guys. And we're going to drop uh, the link to her show um, in uh, today's show notes because uh, your boy is going to be on it. And she's had a lot of other dope people who are actually doper than me. Well, actually, I don't think they're doper than me. But we all on the same level. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, I'm on the same uh, level. But um, I'm honored to be on there. But what she is doing is honestly just great. But before we go there. Someone watching right now, uh, what school did you go to for law school? Howard University School of Law. H-U. Somebody's saying you know somewhere. All right. <laughs> uh, to an HBCU. Yes. So. I mean, in the best law school. Absolutely. Ever. Would you do it again? Do what again? Would you go back to um, Howard? Yeah, how, come didn't, Howard. How, how come you didn't go to Harvard? For what? I mean, I'm asking. I, um, I'm, I'm a social engineer. Um, the, the education that was good enough for Thurgood Marshall <sighs> is good enough for me. I like this. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm I'm, I'm asking the question. Lawyering. That's right? what I'm saying. When you're when you're of color. Yes. Um, than the and that and that's not to cast dispersions right. on any other type of education. Right. I just believe that when you are raised to be a social engineer, mm -hmm. then the for the kind of work that I knew I wanted to do, that was what made the most sense mm -hmm. for me. To, to start me on my journey down the road, which is all about uh, 
economic, social empowerment, which is about trying to attain real justice in this country where everything has for so long been unjust. And even now my work in crisis management and risk management, I get to work with attorney Ben Crump mm -hmm. um, a lot and help here in, in the national office in DC and go on on Capitol Hill and trying to fight for legislation. Yeah. Uh, and my message is still the same, whether I'm doing crisis comms, whether I'm doing law, whether I'm doing the show, yeah. the message is about us attaining our freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you access personal freedom, which we've talked a lot about, about liberty and personal freedom. Right. But when you're talking about corporate freedom, it takes all of us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, to talk about equity and to understand that we got to know it ain't equal first. Yes. I mean, we as a people have to know and then we have to be able to provide that education to others with patience. Yeah. yeah. With patience, because we can be real mad about it and not want to explain it and not want to, you know, if people don't have a revelation, I don't know where they're going to go. So sometimes that's up to us more than it should be. But mm. yes, I wouldn't trade my Howard Law experience. Mm. Uh, well, really, I wouldn't trade any other experience, but that was one of the single most important decisions that I made. Graduating from an HBCU. The HBCU. Graduated from Howard University School of Law. <laughs> and yes, it being an HBCU was a delicious part of it. It really was. I'm actually about to do something at Howard. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited about that. All right. I, I really am. I'm about to do something out there because, uh, you know, well, yeah, it's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. Make it make sense. Mm -hmm. What is this What is this show about and this platform? Like, why, why title it Make It Make Sense? Because we have so much noise. Mm -hmm. And so much rhetoric. Yeah. Um, and we have this whole pundit class. Me, I'm a member of the pundit class. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to do something that was not that because yeah. I found myself watching and I'm a newsie. So I'm watching news after news after news. And I found I could watch hours and still not really have the essentials of what's going on. That the who, the what, the where, the when, the why. I had everybody's opinions on it. But it seems now it's in vogue to just skip the actual information yeah. and head right to why it's good, why it's bad, why it's not enough, etc. I didn't want to do that here. Yeah. I'm providing a place Monday through Friday, noon daily on IG, and then you can catch the full shows on my YouTube channel. Yeah. Subscribe, Monique Presley TV. We'll put it in show notes. Um, but I wanted a place where you're going to get the facts, yeah. where you're going to get the data. We don't always talk about breaking news. We talk about health, yeah. um, all kinds of health, financial health, yeah. which we'll talk about literacy with you, yeah. um, women's health. I'm doing something next week uh, for National Hypertension Day and for Black Men's Health Month, which is this month, uh, and having a doctor to come on to talk about that. So, But we're, we're giving you facts and data and then opinion. I'm yeah. too opinionated to not offer one, right. but you get the information you need first because we perish for lack of knowledge. That's true. That's we true. perish for lack of knowledge. And I don't want people ignorant yeah. and perishing on my watch if there's something that I can do about it. So that's what we do there. Listen, we're going to drop it. Y'all need to go. Go get go get the facts because you're right. I remember the other day I was watching the news and I watched it for two hours and I still left like, okay, wait, what's really going on? Yeah. And I'm like, that's sad. Everyone gave opinion, but not the actual facts of what's really happening. Yeah. And I'm like, this is frustrating. Because it doesn't sell. Right. Ooh. You know, it's not, it's not sexy. Yeah. Uh, and having a, a class, having millions of people who are watching the kind of programming, mm -hmm. like, um, I won't offend. Yeah, I was about to say that. Um, Don't do it. Having the kind of programming <laughs> right. that depends upon ignorance. Yes. Ignorance. And is not even so trying to be news, 
I believe that that I'm called mm. to provide a different offering. Yes. And so that's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. So every day, Monday through Friday, noon. Mm -hmm. Eastern. Got, Eastern time, which is why she got Jed up out of here to do her show. Um, and I, I, I love it. So we're going to put that link in there. Um, and we're going to drop her IG information there as well. IG in YouTube. Check her out. Um, and she you are doing crisis management. You're not doing law. So don't call her do law. She made that very, very clear. Uh, but you are helping people like myself or anyone, pastors, business owners. You you want to talk to us before anything goes down and give us a strategy on if something was to go down, here's what you should do and how, how to yes. do it. Yes, and I work with churches and I do full risk management plans. Wow. And I enjoy like the surprise because they're like, oh, our insurer, our adjuster, our whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but your insurer, your adjuster mm -hmm. doesn't know that like when the preaching gets it's real good that Deacon so-and-so is going to turn that corner and you've got an obstruction right there. Mm, 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 mm. The runners need to be able to run safely. So you have to, um, part of risk management is knowing the environment, knowing the venue, yeah. knowing the people. And I enjoy doing that. I enjoy being able to make us safer. Yeah. I mean, do the risk management so you don't have to call me for the crisis because I can tell you. I ain't cheap either way, but crisis comes. You will wish you had called sooner. I know you're not. Cheap. Yeah. <laughs> we, we know that. We know Monique is not cheap. Trust me. Because I don't give anything cheap. You don't. Yeah. No, everything you gave today was of value. Amen. Like you, you blessed us today. You gave a different perspective on what the world is talking about that no one has said. And I appreciate you for that. Amen. And I appreciate your journey and what you've done for black men. You know what I'm saying? And I will say this for black men and just for people in general, because I even think too, why you fought for black men, you've also fought for everyone because I think there are other races who needed to listen to you, who have listened to you and you've inspired them to listen even more. Well, because everyone deserves the same justice. Absolutely. The same justice. Absolutely. Yeah. So. The fight just ends up being sometimes about black men or black women because we get so much less of it. Mm. But it's never the case that I want us to get anything to the exclusion of somebody else. What the, the hope, the prayer, yeah. the constitution yeah. <laughs> would be all of us. That's so good. Yeah. Monique. That's, that's who it is. That's Monique. Um, so we're going to end it right there. Uh, Monique, your, God, your your DMs will be full with young men today. Just want to let you know. Doubtful. The way you just went for him, like, hold up. Wait a minute. We can talk about the Lord. We can talk about business. We can talk about this money. But what you ain't going to do is tell these young people who can't come for you. Shoot your shot, please. Lord Jesus. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Goodbye. <laughs>